Welcome to the Digital Skills Cast, your weekly podcast covering trends in marketing, sales, technology, and higher education so that faculty and administrators can position their institutions to help close the digital skills gap. Here's your host, Nate Riggs. I am Nate Riggs, and you are in the right place. Welcome back to the Digital Skills Cast. On this show, we explore the world of new and innovative technology and its impact on education, both for how students are learning new digital skills in the classroom, but also how teachers, faculty, and administrators are working to modernize their institutions. In our last episode, we talked with Zach Vanderveen and Chris Rose, who are the co-founders of Abre.io. Both have backgrounds as teachers and have developed a really interesting software solution that helps teachers and school systems use web apps to better engage students and parents. If you're curious to listen to that episode, simply go back to digitalskillscast.com. That is the archives of the show, and you can find all of our episodes there and ready to play. You can also subscribe while you're there and have new episodes of Digital Skillscast delivered to your inbox each week, or you can listen on a variety of your favorite podcasting apps that are ready for download and streaming. This week, we're talking with Patrick Connor. I met Patrick briefly while visiting this year's Ohio Educational Technology Conference back in February. And this is the premier event for P20 State Educational Technology Conferences in Ohio. It takes place annually and draws about 4,000 professionals who are all invested in bringing educational technology to students. Pat's company, the Digital Academy, was one of the technologies exhibiting that really caught my attention. And he's here to talk to us today about what they're up to. Welcome to the show, Pat. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for having me today. I really appreciate you being on. I want to get a little bit, before we go into to the Digital Academy, I want to get a little bit more about your background in education and your path to starting this company. So can you fill us in? Where, where did you start and how did this come about? Okay. Yeah, well, I'm somewhat new to education. Uh, I've actually been a software developer for the last 22 years. Uh, I worked uh, for Ernst & Young as a consultant and then started a software development company in 2002 and have been running and growing that ever since. Uh, one of the biggest challenges we've always had was finding qualified programmers. So about seven years ago, uh, I decided to start a computer programming course at uh, my former high school in Cleveland, uh, where I was working as a rowing coach. And uh, as a software developer dropped into education, I saw a lot of opportunities to make things easier and more efficient for teachers in general and for computer science teachers uh, in particular. And that kind of led me to to the beginning of the Digital Academy. So, so you obviously, from that experience, noticed that there was something broken or something that wasn't working. So what really got you excited about the opportunity in, in EdTech? Well, there were a bunch of things. When I came in, um, we had four different systems where I had to enter duplicate data. We had a curriculum system. We had a lesson plan system. We had a student portal that was separate from a grade book. And you would sometimes have to create assignments in all four places. Uh, and I just found that to be ridiculous, and the idea of, of simplifying things for the teachers uh, really, you know, made me uh, excited. Uh, I've always loved the idea of automating processes and making things simpler, so that was an opportunity. Uh, when it came to computer science, that was just a mess. Um, grading their homeworks, handing them in, reviewing them uh, was something that was very difficult and something that we, we found a way to, to make much simpler with, with computer technology. So, that whole process is what really gets me going. And, and since then, we've actually found a lot of different ways to keep helping teachers. 
So while this is a little bit different, this is kind of in the category, Digital Academy is in the category of a learning management system, and that's a very, very crowded space. So why invest time and money and attention into this? Why not just uh, look for a, a solution that was already out there? Well, I had actually already been in that space for a while um, with my software company. We had created an online learning platform for a lot of local companies. And uh, the Diocese of Cleveland, which has about 120 schools uh, at the time, came to us and asked us to adopt that for their professional development. Um, and so we kind of had that base. And from there, it seemed like a logical place to, to kind of help add this functionality. But my real reason was, you know, in, in looking at all these systems, it seemed to me like none of them had really been developed from the perspective of the student. They were built from the perspective of an administrator, uh, built from the perspective of a teacher to help them organize data, and they seemed to have been built by IT companies, people who were really good at putting data on forms and then moving that around and putting it on reports. They weren't built from the student perspective. And so when we sat down, we actually partnered up with a, a PhD in curriculum from the Ohio Board of Education, who was a, a turnaround specialist and went into school systems to, that were failing to get them turned around and worked with her and uh, some of the educators who we were working with to really build something that would help the students and improve student outcomes and learning. Uh, and, and we kind of needed to have our own system in order to, to do that. Modifying something, uh, that's what that's what had already been done in the marketplace, and it just didn't seem like it was the right approach. So you guys took a fresh approach with, with Digital Academy, and this really is a platform that enables teachers to design and offer personalized learning and content that helps students develop 21st century skills in computer science and STEM, which are both really, really relevant you know, areas right now. I have, I have two fifth graders at home uh, who both have dual monitors. Both of them have computers. They're, they're playing Minecraft, Roblox, and they're, they're really getting into this. So when you talk about 21st century skills, can you get more specific around that? What should students be mastering at this stage? Logic and computer programming. Um, you need to be able to understand how computers operate, the, the sequence of actions that they follow, the decisions that computers make, and to kind of think that way in solving problems. Uh, and that's a skill that can be started in, in grade one. Uh, we've actually taught our computer programming courses that I've been putting together at the high school level at grades five through eight in the camp, and it's, it's great. They, they love it and they do well at it. So I think getting these computer programming Skills, not just using the computer, programming the computer, web programming, database programming, how, how is data stored, um, and how is it retrieved and analyzed. All of those skills um, are, are really what I think are 21st century skills that um, nearly every tech job in every industry um, yeah, utilizes. Uh, so, so those are the skills we're trying to push down uh, to the high school and the middle school and the grade school level. I mean, it's so fascinating because the way that you're talking about this, it, it, students then should be learning computer programming and these skills about the same time they're starting to learn how to read. And so really this is just lumping onto that new type of literacy that they need to be, be aware of. Right. Computer programming is a language. And um, in my course, in my online course, I draw the analogies between, you know, how you learn Java with how you would learn a foreign language like French or German. And, uh, and, and it's very similar. And, and when do kids start to learn foreign languages? I mean, they start as young as, as possible. Um, and, and the kids who start in the first and second grade uh, are the ones that really 
master those those languages. So yes, I think there's no reason you wouldn't start learning um, programming as a foreign language, just like you would learn any other language. I can see technology companies getting very very excited about a software like this because ultimately it produces better developers, you know, down the road when when they are ready. And and that's a, a big area of talent that people are looking for right now. You have three very distinct audiences that are all interwoven on this platform, and so I'm curious to hear you talk about the benefits that that it provides to each of them. And those are students, teachers, and administrators. So one by one, what do what is it about the platform that that makes it easier for students? Okay, well. That's really the, the, the huge advantage. So on our online courses, um, they're, they're able to be built in such a way that, let's say, as you go through a video, the students you know, can create their bookmarks, they can take notes, and all of that material is, is there for them. When they take it at test, it gives them uh, results uh, based on the standards that are being assessed, the topics they were supposed to understand. And it says, uh, based on this, you either understand these or you don't. And if you don't, here's the exact spot in the video where we talked about it. Here's uh, a review sheet. Here's some additional problems. Why don't you work through that again and and try it again and master this topic before moving on? And in that, in that regard, it's kind of interactive, and we're trying to connect to the students to actually help them learn. We're also trying to give them power over their learning, something that they have control about. It's not the teacher coming up and saying, do this, this, this. It's, hey, you haven't mastered this. Here's where you need to go. Why don't you go there and, and, and try to make sure you have, have learned the skill? And I think that's something that, you know, learning management systems really need to, to build out is the fact that you need to be uh, pushing control of the learning onto the students. And some systems um, do that. Uh, Khan Academy uh, does that in a lot of ways. But, you know, they're not integrated into the LMS, the grade book, the curriculum. You know, so they're, they're not comprehensive tools like the Digital Academy. So did the Digital Academy then integrates with all of that, and that's really what's providing teachers and the administrators the visibility to be able to guide that coursework and, and also give students feedback? Right. The, the, the benefit for the teachers, we created a, uh, a split-pane system for almost everything they do. And so uh, when they build their lesson plans, their curriculum is on the right pane, and they can drag anything from the curriculum into a lesson plan, and they can make sure that they're following standards in the outline. Uh, they can drag resources that are theirs or that are shared with them by others. And uh, sharing resources is a little tricky thing, but for the teachers and the school systems who've adopted it, it's very powerful and it makes their lives much easier. And so uh, they have their press lesson plans. They have pre-built test questions. They have pre-built tests. Um, they have uh, all the state standards. Everything is right there at their fingertips and they can just drag that into their lesson for the day. Whatever goes into the lesson automatically goes into the gradebook, so they don't have to double under it. You can automatically publish it to the students uh, so that you don't have to double under it onto a portal. And then it's automatically available in a new feature that we call the live classroom. And the live classroom, I just have to tell you about this, this is one of the most exciting pieces of the software. Um, most LMSs have a portal page, you go there and there's information. We have a section of the portal. You go there and you can see every kid in the class, and you can see a green dot if he's on that page, a yellow dot if he's tabbed off onto something else, um, red dot if he or she is not on the page. The teacher can push anything uh, out to the whole class. Uh, the teacher can push a worksheet out, and every student gets it on their laptop. Every student can edit the worksheet and turn it in by drawing right on their screen. They can type right on their screen. They can draw right on their screen. 
and they can turn it in and it goes right into the grade book. Um, the teacher can hand out a programming project and the, the students can write the program, compile it, run it, uh, all right within that. You can also take any uh, document that's on a uh, student's machine and share it with the whole class. So homework review, you don't have to spend all this time putting it on the board. Click one button, every student can look at it, and you can review homeworks together. Wow. Um, when you combine this with our new smart scan feature, which is basically a button on the portal, that when you click it, it turns on the camera on your smartphone. You put that camera over a document, you hit, you hit uh, take the picture, it rotates it, it crops it, it uploads it, and it hands it out to every student. One click of one button, you can hand out a document to every student in your class. And so, all, this, all this happens in real time. Yeah, all this happens in real time. And, um, you know, again, we built it for our programming piece, but then discovered that, wow, this is actually just really cool for, for anyone who wants it. Um, uh, so, uh, so all of the teachers have the opportunity uh, to use that. I mean, I can see how it just eliminates so much of the manual process. Like you mentioned, you know, no data entry and just putting everything within one to two clicks. Who's, who's an example that we can reference that, that's using this today? And, and talk a little bit about, you know, how they deployed and, and what are the early successes that they're seeing with it? Well, we've uh, rolled this out at a, a number of dioceses uh, of Cleveland schools. Um, the, the school that I started teaching at um, is, is St. Ignatius in there. Uh, I've obviously worked with some of the, the educators there um, to use it. and But most recently now we're working with Notre Dame College um, and – uh, they are rolling it out for their online learning, and um, uh, it, it you know the beauty of this this live classroom is you don't need to be you don't need to be face to face. So it works well in a classroom, but um, it works well when you're not together in the classroom too, because everybody's in this live area. Um, and one of the things we're we're adding at their behest is video, so you can see each other, uh, which also lets us add a, a really cool feature called. Uh, live announcements and um, when you click the live announcement every single person who's in this system switches to a screen where you have the video and the audio for the announcement so you can actually have video announcements uh, and it can go to every student every teacher it could also go to parents who are at home uh, if they wanted to listen in on the announcements or any or any other emergency uh, alert could be sent that way as well um, and it's all in real time it's all live and it's all you know, an interactive solution. I mean, as software goes, you guys have a very, very busy development roadmap. What else is in store as you guys move forward into the future? Well, the big thing is uh, rolling out our um, uh, the, the, the live classroom and getting that out to everybody and getting people trained on that. Uh, the live announcement piece is, is very uh, cool. We also have our smart grader, which we just recently rolled out, where when you turn a document in online, uh, you can just flip through them as a teacher and uh, and either write right on the document or annotate it, and it goes to the student, uh, and you know it, it's all it's all together in the system. You don't need to collect papers, mark them up, hand them out. It's all uh, live and interactive. So um, all, the whole the whole live classroom piece, uh, adding the video and the audio, and um, it, is kind of what we're in the process of doing uh, right now, and we're we're pretty excited about that. And so the digital. Um, the other thing is we're building lots of content, and we now are developing some new partnerships with other companies to load their computer science content uh, onto the system. And so not only is it an LMS, but there's a whole variety of pre-built courses 
uh, the teachers can just use or use pieces of uh, in their daily lessons. And and this is positioned for both K through 12 as well as higher education with you guys testing with Notre Dame. So there's a lot to see. How do people get a hold of you to get a demo of the software and, and really take a look at what's under the hood? Oh, well, they can, they can email me or uh, at my email address, uh, patrickduckhanner at digitalacademy.org or sales at digitalacademy.org or we have an 800 number. Um, at, or just go to digitalacademy.org and there's a bunch of request info uh, sites. You can actually go to... Um, for the computer science, we have a special site called LogicBox. Uh, that's logicbox.us. And uh, you sign up for a demo, and you are put right into a demo course um, without any interaction. You can watch the course. You can take the test. Um, you can see it, see all about the system. We are all out of time for this episode, folks. I do want to thank our guest, Pat Connor of the Digital Academy. I'm very excited to see where this platform goes. Uh, it's going to have a huge impact, and it really is focused on teaching skills to students and making it an easier environment for them to learn in. Uh, and ultimately, that's going to impact careers down the road. So we're really excited about what Digital Academy is doing. Make sure to visit digitalacademy.org to learn more about uh, how you can get a demo uh, and just take a glimpse of their software. Always remember that you can check out the complete archive of digital skills cast shows at digitalskillscast.com so go there put on your headphones and go to town over the weekend subscribe to the show if you enjoy what you're listening to and we'll make sure those get into your email inbox that's it for now though folks i am your host nate riggs and we will do this all again soon with another episode of the digital skills cast that will conclude this evening's entertainment wait a minute the digital skills cast is a production of nr media group and recorded in our office studio each week at 454 east main street in downtown columbus ohio you can listen to the show each week on all your favorite podcast networks or by subscribing via email to our mailing list at nrmedia.biz forward slash dcs dash subscribe